Welcome to The Jealous Vegan, a podcast about healthy eating, habit change, and the hurdles we all need help overcoming. In today's episode, we're discussing how plants impact your poo. I'm Jennifer Hunley, co-founder of The Jealous Vegan, also known as The Voice. We're joined on this episode by The Jealous Vegan creative team, Lisa Carter, founder of Kinetic Fitness, also known as The Balancer, April Cunningham, health and life coach, co-founder of The Jealous Vegan, also known as The Influencer, Jendaya Jackson, owner of Jendaya Asha Creative, also known as The Entrepreneur. Okay. So for today's main topic, we were planning to discuss how plant-based eating has impacted our lives. But in reality, we all concluded that the impact was what was left <laughs> after we finished eating plants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, uh, death begins in the bowels and elimination is a real topic. We're here to talk about it. I'll be the first to say this is not a topic that's very comfortable for me. But what's weird is I have no like bathroom hurdles. I don't, I'm not one of those people that have to come home to go to the bathroom or am embarrassed if I'm out and I'm away from the table for an extended period of time or any of that. Like, like I'm fine. Like, I'm like, everybody has to go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I don't know. It feels a little odd having a conversation everybody poos yes <laughs> yeah I, I think that I, I may have been with you mm-hmm. about 10 years ago but my in-laws talk about it all the time all like it's just a regular it's a regular topic <laughs> my mother is the same way though yeah so I, I think I'm, I'm indoctrinated by yeah. now like I, it's it's a normal part of everyday conversation yeah. I feel like it's kind of like a parent thing, though, because my mom maybe, well, yeah, my mom, but my grandma all the time. I'm like, I have a headache. She's like, what's your poop look like? Like, when's the last time you pooped? She does like, think a bowel movement. Well, it's sure. Absolutely. It does. So, because have you ever met people who are angry? And I'm like, they need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> like, that's what's wrong. <laughs> no, I never heard that. I do. I'm like, that's what's wrong yeah, with no. them. <laughs> that they just need to go to the bathroom. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah. Like. Like, when people are really mean, I'm like, oh, they don't go to the bathroom enough. Well, anal retentive is cliche, but also a very real thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I believe that. Um, and I, I know for myself, I mean, I, I was reading a book by a doctor, actually, I can't think of the reference right now, but she talked about how women are you know, to more um, inclined to have issues going to the potty in public, and we're saying potty, but in public or you know, with other people and have lots of rules around that. It's waste. We should let it go. We should be able to be able to let it go anywhere. And mm-hmm. yet, I'm not one of those people. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, I definitely have some habits. Need to be at home. Need to be at home. I, I like to be alone, yeah. quiet. Me neither. Me neither. Packing my, poo- my poopery. <laughs> I'm talking about that poopery. It's awesome. It's good. So, wait, go back to the very first thing. You said death by... Death begins in the bowels. What does that mean? I've never heard that before. Well, food that is stuck in your digestive system, it doesn't eliminate, causes all kinds of problems. I mean, extreme cases are like, in fact, I just had someone tell me that her aunt, her aunt's intestines burst 
because oh. they were so full. But there's also this thing of like, if you're, the issue of you need to have regular movement. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you at least well, like face, yeah. face. Mm, because I just mm. right. It's the idea of your bowels bursting makes me think of like a sewage explosion, and that is not a very gross picture. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but what happens when you don't take out the trash? Yeah, right. You, you can't just pile up and pile up and pile up and never. Yeah. That's right. Your body absolutely needs to eliminate. So it's not healthy. And when I went to the naturopathic doctor and she had me take all this stuff out of my diet, I was eating plant-based. That was the prescription, the first thing that she had me do to address a health issue, take all of the animal products out of your diet. I was getting colonics, which we can talk about that later. And <laughs> um, and she put me on a cow mag, a liquid cow mag um, what is, supplement. What is, what is Calcium, magnesium. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I started going after every meal, and I felt unbelievably better. I didn't realize that before that, I'd been going maybe once a week, maybe twice a week, and I thought that was normal. I thought that really? was normal. That's not normal. So I've done a little bit of internet research, so okay. who's to say? But um, everywhere I've read that anywhere between three times a day and three times a week is considered normal. So if you're going more or less than that frequency, um, there's potentially an indication that something is wrong. But I will say, like, I noticed that even before I went plant-based, the very first time I did, like, a juice cleanse, um, the first day I felt great. And then the next morning, I woke up like, whoa, what's happening? But before that, I had struggled with, uh, like, some minor hemorrhoids and things like that. But ever since I'm transitioning to plant-based, definitely eating more plants, I haven't had any problems with that at all. Like, so I'm thinking about, I'm still thinking about somebody's bowels exploding. Like, you know, I feel like, yeah, this is like such a weird thing to talk about. But I feel like the like texture change and it's like just mm -hmm. easier for my body mm -hmm. to process the vegetables and to eliminate them and get them out. I don't have to <laughs> struggle. You know, it just it kind of naturally happens. Um and I remember thinking like this is the way it's supposed to be. Exactly. All of that sitting and fighting and like that should not happen. That should, not that should happen. definitely yeah. should not happen. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, you shouldn't have to strain. You shouldn't have to struggle. I, I feel for people who are in that situation. But, yeah. Yeah, it's a real thing, too. Um, I remember, I mean, I, I've said this, I've talked about this at length, that I had my first colonoscopy at 27, which is stinking young, honestly. Um, I had hemorrhoids, and I was experiencing blood in my stool, or so it appeared. And um, the doctor... Uh, I think it was a naturopathic doctor who said to me, um, she said, she asked me, she asked me, how many times are you going? And then she asked me about the consistency, right? Which is where it gets kind of weird. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What color are my eyes? Like, we, get, we got real personal just now. You're my doctor. Um, and she said it was more important, um, of course, frequency, right? But frequency is different for everybody. But then in terms of smoothness of bowel movement, it's more important that it was, it could be longer, but not as um, wide in diameter, that's when, and then the type of consistency that you can have can 
create pushing and struggling and going plant-based, I don't have any trouble, even without the cow magnesium that I mentioned before, I don't have any trouble going, it's rather smooth. Um, with the exception of stress, which sometimes just makes me constipated because I'm anxious, right? But generally speaking, yeah, going plant-based was great for the potty, my potty habits. When you think about it, I mean, it feels kind of weird to talk about a topic like this, but I mean, when people first have a baby, that's what doctors tell you to look at, right? There's it's indications of the baby's health. Like, mm. are they going to the bathroom? What's it look like? Is it hard? Yeah. All of these different things. So why, as we get older, do we stop looking at that as an indication of how we're doing it internally? And why has it become this thing that, like, you know, we don't talk about? I, I, <laughs> My mom is, like, the one person, which I, this is, like, all moms, I think, are this way. But all the time, I used to be like, Mom, see this picture of my poop? Because I don't know if it, like... <laughs> you used to send mom pictures. I mean... Wow. She's my mom. <laughs> but you wouldn't, like, you wouldn't do it with your friend, but I do. But when something is wrong, right, like you were saying... Maybe you can, yes, if you're concerned. Yeah, if yeah. I'm concerned. Oh. I mean, and I've even had to do it with my doctor before where I've had some weird things going on. And she's like, you're going to have to, like, put it in a cup and bring it to me so what? I can see... I know, but... Yeah, they do. Yeah, but yeah. it's a real indication of what's going on internally. And so... Yeah. I think once I got more comfortable with, like, this is... <laughs> In my mind, I'm like, this is a scientific analysis. This is like, yeah, not science. me looking it's at my own poop. <laughs> just trying to figure some stuff out here. But my um. doctor, I mean, my next door neighbor actually just told me yesterday that um, their friend's dog is at the dog hospital because she has, the dog hasn't gone to the bathroom. And so if we know that that's a problem for an animal, how much more so is that a problem for a human being? Um, and yet you're right. We don't want to talk about it or if there's something wrong we're, we don't, we don't want to send a picture or take a sample and, you know, get it to the doctor. Um, and it's crazy that we're embarrassed when it's, your body is saying, Hey, there's, there's an issue. I can't do what I'm supposed to do. And what you're putting in is not coming out. And that's gotta be a problem. That's like the scary thing. Like when you think about that, the things that you're eating may not be eliminated for days or weeks or months. Or probably At years. a time. Oh, that is like, it's cringeworthy for me that, you know, that barbecue that you went to in June, you might still <laughs> yeah, have yeah. some food hanging yeah. around like that. Mm, that's, <laughs> So, Jindy, mm -hmm. you said that um, you weren't surprised that there that you that this showed up um, in terms of eating plants that mm -hmm. that your bathroom habits changed. Why were you not surprised? Um, uh, you know, I didn't think about it all that heavily. I I, just, I knew that something was supposed to change. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't dive into what it was, but when I Googled it, I was like, oh, there's a difference between the type of texture and smell. Mm -hmm. There's a whole that, chart. Yeah, it was a chart. I looked at the chart and I was like, oh yeah, I'm right on the money. Like. <laughs> I'm there. I'm the, it's not as hard anymore. Like it's like they say, like a soft serve. No, oh, yeah. that's, that's, that, that's 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 where it should be around okay. like a like, and I was as like, in soft oh. serve ice cream. Yes. Okay. Yes. Jenna <laughs> 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 <Trying to> struggling. <laughs> just say but this. That uh, makes sense because it speaks to how well you're hydrated too. Yes, right? it does. The smoothness yes. speaks to it. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, what's crazy is I've 
I've never had an issue going to the bathroom. So like my mom um, has taken, she probably does. She's not going to listen to this. I'm so. <laughs> <laughs> saying this, but skip this episode. Right, right. <laughs> so I remember growing up, like my mom was into like nature sunshine and other natural types of ways to help your body do what it was supposed to do. So she would take like cascara sagrada. And, and I remember as a kid, maybe as like a teenager taking like one or two, like if I was feeling, if I wasn't feeling well. Um, but my mom would take like a lot, in mm-hmm. my opinion, like like mm-hmm. three or four a night for a long period of time. These are yes, okay. yes. It's a, well, it's an herb that's like in a, in a, a, in a, a capsule. In a capsule. Okay. Yeah. You drink it as a tea though. Yeah, you it, it in comes in lots, lots of, of different forms. Mm-hmm. Um, so for most of my adult life, I'd say I would go to the bathroom like every single morning, like I, I wake up, yeah. I go to the bathroom. Yeah, I'm the same way. I was the same way. But I say now, I probably go to the bathroom two or three times before I leave the house, um, and sometimes later in the day, depending on how well hydrated I am. I think is probably the issue. Um, and and yeah, and when we went to California, and we um, had like the most amazing plant-based meal when we first landed like I think the next morning we were both like okay good. yeah plant, plants are great <laughs> <laughs> like immediately we could tell that like like yeah. we yeah. used it up and we got rid of it and it was yeah. awesome yeah. yeah plants do a body good yeah. for me too I know that when I travel I'm very tense and it doesn't matter what I've eaten generally speaking if I'm tense I, I'm just locked up but when I've had like a good hearty plant-based meal right after landing it helps me, so to speak, get back on track, so to speak. Um, Have you ever had any issues traveling and going to the bathroom? Because I've heard some people, my husband is one of these people, cannot go to the bathroom when traveling. Mm. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm one of those people. I, I have been in the past. It's changed. I've learned to, one, relax, mm-hmm. and two, plant-based. Mm-hmm. Dairy was also a huge blocker for me. Like I, it would, It literally would lock up my digestive system. So that I couldn't eliminate, like it, I don't know, something somehow it just would like everything would come to a halt. Um, I feel like that's a, like a psychological thing as well as a. It is, sure. yeah, it is, it is. But it speaks to how constricted we are, and honestly, um, tense we are yeah. around bathroom habits, and we shouldn't be. It's a natural body function. Jen, I admire Jen because my mom has said she has the same. Hopefully. Mom, you're not listening. Um, <laughs> but she's very much so like clockwork. Wake mm-hmm. up in the morning, go, right? And, and it should be like that. Your body has a natural rhythm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you should have this natural. If you're eating f- the right foods for your body, it should be pretty natural and effortless so that it's not an event when you go, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And for me, it was always an event because I was locked up with dairy and meat and such that really didn't fit my biology. Yeah. What I find, too, with like... <clears throat> Transitioning to plant-based is if there ever was a time, and I don't know that there has been a time, but if there ever was a time when I felt like I couldn't go certain places, after like transitioning to plant-based, that's not really an option because I feel like my bowel movements have become like, you know, having to pee. I don't really... Mm -hmm. If I gotta go, I gotta go. Right, there's no holding it till I get home or yeah. not going for days at a time. Like if I gotta go, I gotta go. So 
anything that I had that was kind of wrapped up on, I don't want to go in this place is like, mm, mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah. Body trumps it. Yeah. I mean, you I have that a- experience last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. Huh? Okay. Oh, man. I, I was at a friend's house for dinner. Um, and I hadn't really eaten much during the day, but I had a protein shake on my way there. And then I had a salad. And then like an hour later, I was like, pardon me. (laughs) And, you know, I was just, and it wasn't, I wasn't even, and I wasn't in there very long, but, you know, I was just like, (laughs) to do flusher. (laughs) That's the other thing for me is that I'm extremely quick. Yeah. Like there's no, yeah, sitting, sitting long enough for your legs to start tingling anymore. (laughs) Like there's none of that. Yeah. Right. And I think for, I think that's. Sometimes the issue for people is that it's it's a thing. You, you on you see in Hollywood sometimes people go in the bathroom they take a newspaper. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you're really efficient and your body's mm-hmm. doing what it's supposed to do, mm-hmm. you don't have time to read. Like mm-hmm. you can just kind of disappointing actually. Drop and go, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. and um, I think that that is part of the reason that we are constricted about it. We humans, Americans, I'm not sure about it because it's an event, but our diets are so out of alignment, mm-hmm. um, generally speaking. Um, I used to have a friend that when I first started, um, shouldn't say I used to have a friend, I have a friend. When I first started transitioning to plant-based, we would like be on the phone. I'd be like, okay, I'm going to call you right back. I have to go to the bathroom. And then I would like hang up and like literally call right back. And then she's like, you poop like a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> like you're just like, and you're done. Like, what is that? You know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> But that plant life is yeah, great. Yeah, it's like, great. There's but more it's fiber. It's efficient. Your body's like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. We're moving on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And when I had my colonoscopy, uh, the doctor said that um, the incidence of, there's a higher risk of colon cancer when you're not regularly eliminating. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't have that waste just sitting in your digestive system it needs to move out polyps develop first and then there's like so it's a real thing around again death beginning in the bowels right like hello it's waste let's go let's get rid of it mm-hmm. um yeah it's a real thing there's no other trash that we hold on to you know if it's trash it's gotta go well the thirty-one thousand pictures on my iphone a lot of those are trash uh, they're still there no, but I think you're right, Jenny, that it is like a psychological thing. We mm-hmm. hold on to it. Mm, social, it feels like a social norm mm-hmm. problem. And not everybody has it, um, but those of us who do, it's a social thing as much as it is a biological. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read something I just Googled. I wasn't going to bring this up, but <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Although it may be embarrassing, the smell that occurs when we go to the bathroom is usually a good sign. While we all hate it, the odor is actually proof that your body is ridding itself of harmful toxins, and it's also thought to be associated with the bacteria found within the gut. Yeah. I totally agree. When I eat something that's like kale or spinach or broccoli, yeah. It's like, oh, I had vegetables today. Like. That's what's coming out the other side, but <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. So imagine that sitting in your gut know, for days at a time. I know. Yeah. I know. Better out than in, you know? Totally better out than in. But thank goodness for poopery. I was just going to say, but <laughs> because, poopery whoa, it really, yeah. has helped me a lot, especially when I have to go somewhere else. I need to get else. some of this poopery. Oh, my oh, goodness. They make it in a travel size for your purse. 
Yes, okay. because like one. I said, like when you're plant based, you gotta go. You, you gotta go. You gotta go. So I keep yeah. it in my bag and like it totally eliminates the odor. <laughs> you gotta spray first before you go. So that's the only thing. If you really gotta go, like make sure you have it with you <laughs> yeah. and like I fish it out of your bag or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it totally like eliminates the whole. Especially you know public bathrooms. I've that's part of the problem I've had. It's not public if you can hear me. Right, so I'm in the bathroom, even if I'm just doing like regular business. No, it is, it is. Yeah, it is public. It's not if you private. Can hear me. Sorry, yeah. I meant to say yeah. it's not private if you yeah. can hear me, right? right? And so even I hear people talking on the phone, just oh, you sitting know, on the sitting there. Yeah, I don't know what they're yeah, doing. Maybe they, do maybe they're just hiding out in the bathroom. I don't actually know, but it's not private. In a stall? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put the door closed. But I always think like when I travel to places or. Not travel to places, but whenever I'm in a public, I for some reason I have this idea of a public restroom being in an airport. But when I am in public restrooms and somebody's in there like doing their thing, I'm always like, where else could you do it? Like, there's nowhere Not else on you the could. Plane. Yeah, there's nowhere else. Unless you... it smells. Well, no, what can they I mean, do about just that? Courtesy <laughs> flush. A courtesy flush would be nice. Or some there, poopery. There's no other place to use a bathroom besides a bathroom. Yeah. If you gotta go, you gotta go. And if it smells, it smells like. There's nothing that that person can do about that, so... You're kind. Yeah, yeah but, you are. <laughs> I'm like, sucks for me. I'm going to try to get out of here, but... Yeah, if you got to go, you got to go. I'm going to slide you some poopery under the door. And that would mortify me. <laughs> that would totally mortify me. If I were a stranger... You know, like, <laughs> but I feel like that's a kind, friendly gesture. Because I'm definitely going to be like, you know what, keep it. Someone giving you a stick of gum, like you need this. Well, but okay, let's talk about that okay, for a second. Hold on. If you're using the bathroom, <laughs> you got a nose too. You know you need it. You know, it's like stick of gum, you might not actually know, but if you're in the bathroom, you know what's happening. Have you ever talked to someone and their breath smelled like when someone else Bowels? goes to the bathroom? Yes. And, and I say to myself, like, that person just does not go to the bathroom. And it's terrible. I, I feel for that person. So I'm like, I don't know. But it's, 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 it's like the block, trash is block that's coming back up the, yes, the bowels and yes, out Yes. I never thought about that, that way. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But I do think that the problems in the digestive tract or problems with those, those kinds of things, I do think, I think everything has a food component. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. Um, but I've even read that before, that a lot of times when people have uh, bad breath, um, it comes from, it's coming from deeper than just your mouth. Their mouth, yeah. Um, and a lot of times if they haven't eaten in a long time, um, you can smell Stomach it even acids. more because there's nothing to mm. kind of barrier that. So, yeah, that's... That's interesting. I mean, why go through all of that when you could just, like, eat some kale and, you know, work that out? Hmm. Eating plenty of veggies. I mean, it. It's um, it feels everything. really good. Yeah. One thing I hear people say, though, I heard someone say to me was, um, they're hungry all the time. Tr- trying to transition in the transition phase. I'm hungry all the time. Eat more. Eat, <laughs> more, eat more, veggies. more veggies until you're not hungry. Um, and that's the beautiful thing about eating veggies and eating whole foods, not just veggies, but like whole foods that are plant-based is that you can eat as much as you want. Your body knows how to process it, and it's going to tell you when you're full. Oh, and by the way, your potty habits can be really good. Yeah. The other thing is I think there's no shame in 
eating more. We kind of have an idea that we're not supposed to eat that much, right? But a lot of times it's what people are eating that, you know, you shouldn't be having these massive amounts of things that just sit in your system. But when you're eating plants and you're actually using it as fuel, I mean, you wouldn't fill up your car and then expect to drive all around and not have to refuel it. So if you're eating in nutrient-dense foods, you're burning the energy, yeah, you're going to like need to refuel way more often. So I think we have to change the way we think about food. Uh, we are kind of conditioned in a way to think that you should eat and it should fill you up for a certain amount of time before you get to your next meal mm -hmm. without... I mean, if you're expending energy, you're expending energy. You know, refuel. Right, and that's a conditioning and a social construct too, right? Like, we should eat three times a day. Well, who, who says? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can eat as much as you want. If you're eating the right kinds of foods... You're, that you're not, that's not going to cause weight gain because your body will know when you're full and you're going to get full faster because you're taking in plants, which are heavy with water and fiber. So it, it actually will help. Mm -hmm. um, I'm glad you said that because yesterday I asked my husband, am I always talking about food? Like, do I sound like a glutton or something? <laughs> because I felt like I was always asking what's next. Like, what's, what's our next meal? What's our next meal? Like, <laughs> what, where are we going next? <laughs> is it because you're, I don't, and it, I, and you're I was just trying to like, plan in your I mind? Why am I always or? thinking about food? Like, why am I constantly trying to eat food? And, I, and it's, it, it is because of what you just said. I'm, I, need, I keep needing the fuel because I digest it so fast mm -hmm. because I'm eating healthier. Mm -hmm. I need to just keep piling and piling yeah. more, but I, it didn't connect until you said that. So. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing, actually. Mm -hmm. I mean, women, I know for myself, I've wanted to, I watched, my, I was I was a person, I washed my weight, I checked the scale, I mm -hmm. f fretted about whether I should have dessert, was I good enough, air quote, today, with my eating habits to have dessert kind of thing. And I have to say, going, since going plant-based, I eat whatever I want as much want. as I want. Yeah. I'm full yeah. when I'm naturally full, and I eat what I please, and I'm under my goal weight. I pretty much have no trouble at all. And I, I was surprised by that. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's freeing in a way that you can just, just eat. Yeah. <laughs> just eat. Eat for your body. Eat what's good for you. Eat lots of plants. Mm -hmm. Can we go back to the colonics? <laughs> <laughs> because I... You're serious. I'm, I'm past 27 by <laughs> yeah. some number of years. Yeah. And, eight, yeah. and I've, I've still never had one. Um, or colonoscopy. So, what age are you supposed to start getting colonics? I'm not 100% sure. Uh, I, I remember something vaguely like 50, unless you have it. So, immediate family member who has an incidence of colon mm -hmm. cancer, in which case they ask you to, like a mom or dad, mm -hmm. they ask you to start a little oh, bit sooner yeah. and you mm -hmm. have issues with your digestion or something like that. Mm -hmm. Specifically, there was blood in the stool. Blood in the stool is a, a possible indication of cancer. Um, and so... So that's why you had the colonoscopy. That's why I had the colonoscopy. But in this sense, the colonics were recommended by the naturopath, I believe, in naturopathic medicine. Um, it was a whole suite of things that I had to do. Um, that was just because I was... Um, I actually don't remember. I think I was... I, had, I went for my potty habits. I was just like, it's not normal. I think I talked to my mom and I talked to my sister. And, they, and I just came out that I... Out of my mouth, well, I... I, I, you guys go how often? I um, go once a week. Oh, that's not normal? Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, well, I need to address that. And I went to her, and she's like, okay. And we did, and colonics was part of the recommendation. Um, it is a humbling experience. 
<laughs> I can imagine. Um, the anus in my mind is a one-way uh, orifice, but I will say that it did help me, and mostly two, for two reasons. One, in emergencies, they route traffic on one-way streets sometimes. I mean, I, again, this is <laughs> just knowledge. my humble opinion. Okay. Both ways, yeah. yeah. Um, the water, the, it's basically a process in which they, they pass water, warm water, into your um, intestine and progressively like you you can feel it expand and then the water comes out and basically it, so it accomplishes a couple of things one it rinses your colon so if there's you know fecal matter that's stuck in your your colon has got that undulating mm -hmm. pattern if there's mm -hmm. fecal matter that's stuck we was looking at I don't me. know why I have the visual of a car wash right now it's it's not it's, it's very gentle it's colon like car wash <laughs> <laughs> Okay, go ahead. And every time I hear the song Car Wash, it's at a baseball game. So that's all I can think of right now. <laughs> yep. Um, no, it's warm water. It's very gentle. Um, if you get, uh, my procedures were very gentle. Warm water that they, uh, that goes into your colon. Um, as I was saying, it does um, help to loosen any dry fecal matter that might be in the undulating pattern of your intestines. So it helps to clean you out. It also um, hydrates you, um, and um, it allows the most interesting part of it was that over time, I had to have three, for an 10 day period, I had to eat like a vegan, and I also had to take the cow mag, and I also had the colonics three times in 10, week, in 10 days, and it helped the, my colon muscle get stronger. Hmm. My bowel movements were so infrequent that the muscle gets hardened. It doesn't get as much use as mm -hmm. some other people, mm -hmm. right? So the passing the water through hydrates, and it also gives your colon, and it forces your colon to have to contract. Mm -hmm. And doing that, along with everything else, the plant base and everything, gave my colon so much exercise. By the end of it, I was going after every meal. After every meal? Every meal. That's, that's ideal, yeah. apparently. Three times a day. After 10 days. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Something to consider. It is. But you, I, I don't think of my colon as, like, needing exercise. No, it does. Now. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're eating properly and you're eating plants, maybe you don't need it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but if you're not going regularly, whatever that may be for a person, yeah. Colon needs a workout. <laughs> I feel like I've learned so much yeah. and shared way too yeah. much. Good conversation. Yes, very much so. Thank you for listening. We hope you've enjoyed spending time with us. Please subscribe to our podcast and leave a review if you'd like us to know what you think. You can find out more about us at thejealousvegan.com and we hope you'll follow us on Twitter and Instagram at thejealousvegan. We'll see you in the next episode. And until then, don't let perfection be the enemy of progress.